Hello and welcome. I'm Eric. And I'm John. And this is the Wikipedia Chronicles. where we start with a random article, explore it, and then follow the links and see where it takes us. John, what's your random article for today? Well, it's uh, better than what we usually get. Uh, today it is an Asai Rasav, which is a 1998 Tamil language film. I'm not even entirely sure if I remember where Tamil is spoken. <laughs> Sorry, Tamil speakers. Uh, directed by Kasturi Raja. Hmm. Um, there's a bunch of other words in here that I can't say. So, Eric, what's your <laughs> link? Wall, Alabama. Oh, yeah? How many people are there there? <laughs> well, if they saw fit to let me know, I would tell you, but... They don't see apparently that Apparently, <laughs> there is not enough people to make that information relevant. Well, good. Okay, so, um, stick with mine, huh? I believe that would be the best. Uh, all right. Well. All right. So just tell me how to spell this thing. And e N A A S A I. Space in between E N and A. Oh. Space again after the I. Okay. R A S A V E. Okay. Cool. Yep. Lots of words. So many <laughs> words here. There sure are, Eric. There sure are a lot of words. Well, this film, let me tell you, it features Savaji Ganesan and also Morali in the lead roles, while Radhika, Roja, and Shimmy <laughs> all play other supporting roles. Uh, the film, which focuses on the lives of street dancers, was released in 1998, so kind of the Indian, the kind of the Bollywood, Bollywood uh, step up type thing, mm, okay. maybe. So well, they're all kind of about dancing, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, look at the soundtrack. Ooh. I mean, you have uh, songs from artists like Mamarakuile, like that hit single. Abrin Mosey Swanarathada. Are you sure that's not the artist? I, um. <laughs> There's also. <laughs> well, okay, you can't leave out the incredible song Hey Panjarakuda by Krishnaraj. Oh, Krishnaraj, man. I he actually Krishnaraj. appears twice in this soundtrack. He's so good. So does Aran Zamozi. Aran uh, Aaron, Aaron Mosey. Aaron Mosey. Yeah. Or Anakrishnan. 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 <laughs> Who sings Solo Cat 2. Oh, Solo Cat 2. Solo Cat 2. Yes. <laughs> the best Sweet. sequel. <laughs> 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 Only Solo Cat could have saved this movie. Let me tell you. Solo Cat 1 was just not enough. Nope. He had to go again by himself. Solo Cat 2 was actually way better. I think just because of the production values were so much lower, it was really fun. Mm. You know, Solo Cat 2. Yeah, the first one didn't do so well, so they were like, all right, we'll cut the budget, try to do another one. Hopefully this one will do better. Okay, well, there are links from this article to a bunch of uh, Indian actors, all of which are... Um, you know, single. Most of them only have one names. Yeah. One name. They don't have a, f- a surname and a first name. It's just one name. So that's interesting. Um, yeah. The there's only one, two, three links that aren't names. That's true. We have India, Tamil language, 
1998. <laughs> yep. We could go other to, than, than but that? 1998 lives, leads us to Tamil films of 1998. Mm. Not too strictly speaking, the year. <laughs> so, so we could have fun. Pretty much any of these links, we're gonna have fun pronouncing anything in the article. Yeah. You know what? Screw it. Let's just go for an actor. Let's just do this thing. All right. Let's get so, our hands dirty. All right. You want to do? Uh, you have. Vinu Chakravarthi Manavanan. I want to go to Manavanan. <laughs> yeah. Manavan. Manavanan. Manavanan. Oh, there he is. There's a picture of him. There's Manavanan. <laughs> he actually does have a full name. Crazy Manavanan. Wow. So they only credited him as Manavanan? Yep. He, they sure did. He's also dead. Oh. That sucks. Yeah. Look like a happy dude. Only he was only sixty years old when he died. Yeah, he died in uh, June twenty thirteen, so not too long ago. Yeah, uh, he was active in his film career from nineteen seventy eight on. So he's uh, he's a decent amount of time. Yeah. In business. Yeah. Well, in that uh, what is it? Forty years? Less than forty? Thirty five years? He was in four hundred. Films. Oh my god. That's more than Christopher Lee's done in a hundred years. <laughs> wow. And not only does he have 400 films to his name, he has also directed 50 films. Exact 50 films. Exact. So, <laughs> he was in that 35 years that he was active in the film business. He directed 50 films. More than a film per year. That's nuts. Uh, mainly, Mandavanen was a supporting actor in films. Uh, he often played the comedian or the villain's role. Perhaps even the comedic villain. Ooh. Apparently one of the more significant points in his life is that he supported various political parties. Um... <laughs> Including the Dravida Munatera Kazhagen. He supported the, that? Oh, Man. no, check this out. After that, he supported the Mermalarki Dravida <laughs> Munatera Kazgum. That's even worse, man. I know, right? Why? And then, after all that, it's like add insult to injury, then he went to the Nam Tommy Larkachi. This guy's a hack. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you have an ideology of Sri Lankan Tamil nationalism. Yeah. <laughs> well, like that's pretty pretty dark stuff there. Mm -hmm. Sri Lankan Tamil nationalism causes a lot, so many problems it deserves its own Wikipedia link. <laughs> so that's something. <laughs> Let's talk a bit about his career instead of his political parties, even though he has an entire section of his, like... There's almost as much in here about his po politics than the, as, as there is about him, him as a person, which is, I don't even know <laughs> why that's a thing. Cause he's an actor, but I guess he's like the British George Clooney or something, or the Indian George Clooney or something. Yeah, it looks like he'd be that. Yeah, surprise, surprise. He went to an all-boys high school, and then he went to arts college, studied Shakespeare. He met another uh, significant uh, force in the Bollywood industry named Sathiraj, and they became friends. Sathiraj persuaded Manavanan to uh, pursue a degree in advanced English, in history in advanced English, which made him struggle with Shakespeare and drop out later. <laughs> uh, while still at college, uh, Manavanan was bitten by the stage bug, and consequently he staged a few performances. Uh, Inspired by the Impact film Kazaki Pogum Rail from 1978, he wrote a fan mail to the filmmaker Bharathiraja, and the letter ran to more than a hundred pages. Wow! Which is just a fan letter. <laughs> He's just like, how do you? He must have like subtly just like been like, hey, I'm a really big fan. Here's my screenplay, and it started. <laughs> and then a hundred pages later, that was the end of the screen, the end of the screenplay. So this happens, and then this happens, and yeah. he says this, and then this, and, <laughs> and then, then they're at this, this. location, 
and then fade to black. <laughs> like, that had to have been it. Like, Doesn't that sound pages? like it would be a cool movie? Either they're really small move, either they're really small pages, or he literally just like retconned his screenplay <laughs> that he wanted to show to this or maybe, guy. Or maybe he like double spaced and put like 15 character spacing, yeah. size 14 font. <laughs> yeah, it was b- bumped it up, like, you know, made the citation section really, really huge. Yeah. Oh boy! But I guess that fan letter did something good because then that uh, Baratheraja took him under his fold as an apprentice. Cool. And then um, this Manavanan penned the story and dialogues for some of his mentor's films between 1980 and 82, like Nizalgal, Tick Tick Tick. Ale Gal, Oivalai, and Kadal Oviam. Ooh, Kadal Oviam. That's, uh, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, Mandavan assisted Barathaja Jara in a handful of films like. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there two THs in a row? I don't know. You only need one TH. That is all that is required anywhere yeah. for any reason. Oh, what the heck? Then he helped him make a film called Red Rose? <laughs> are you kidding? After all this, you're just going to give me Red Rose? That's, that's too easy. I refuse. Starring Rajesh Khanna and the Lovers. Uh, you learn the trade hard and fast within two years under Bathrauja. And by 1982, he made his directorial debut. So in four years since he became active, he made, <laughs> he made his directorial debut. Pretty quick. Pretty quick. Ooh, and then he uh, penned story and dialogues for a bunch of other films, like Lottery Ticket. Hmm. Who starred, uh, which starred Mohan and Prabhu. Oh. And then he wrote uh, Agaya Gangai, but with Karthik and Nesam. And, oh wait, no, Nesam was the next film. Next film, right. And that had Ajith Kumar. And then he acted in Baratha Rajababa film Cody Parakuthu <laughs> so <laughs> and he was the villain and he got a taste of the villain bug now although Manavan has directed 50 films in Tamil and had around 34 box office hits he was most known for his acting skills among the public he was considered unique in the industry for his wisdom and his character roles he had acted alongside many a star including Sivaji Ganesan, Kamal Hassan, Rajin Kanth, Sathi Riaj, Karthik <laughs> Mohan, Madhavan, Ajith Kumar, Vijay, Surya, and among others. Wow, all those people. Yeah, all that. Like, those are some. Mm hmm. Yep, big, <laughs> big names there. Uh,. Starring in more than 400 films, as we already mentioned. Now, he starred in over 400 films. Not he was just in 400 films. I know. That's a, he, that's a big distinction to make. Well, yeah, but the reason... That's that's nuts in that he was uh, getting plush offers, and he was also seeing acting in as many as 30 films a year <laughs> from 1990 to 2011. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. 30 films a year for 21 years. A little more, or a little less than one film every week. Yep. That's that's what that is. (laughs) Almost almost a film every two weeks. That's just crazy. Yep. That's what that is. That's, That's absolutely crazy to me. That's basically making a TV show but yeah. you're making movies <laughs> which are longer than TV shows. Yeah. So it looks like he was very eclectic in his directing. 
He made everything from romance to thrillers to dramas. And he made his directorial debut with Gaparange Savathile in 1982. The Hindu wrote that uh, his film Amadi Padai in 1994 set the standards for political satire in Tamil cinema. So that's kind of interesting. He was a satirist as well. In 2013, he directed his 50th and last film, Nagaraja Cholin Ma Ma, <laughs> a sequel to Amadi Padai. So he kind of seems like, in the, at least in the sense of like the difference in style that he directs to Stanley Kubrick. Or, actually, maybe he would be more aptly compared to Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah. You know, starring in films and... Directing them as well. But even Woody Allen can't direct 30 films a year. Nope. (laughs) No, he sure cannot. So... That's crazy. That's absolutely nuts. He's able to make that many films (laughs) per year. I mean, I don't want to jump to any conclusions, you know, without seeing the evidence for myself but you have to think that they can't be that good I don't want to make any assumptions pumping that many out that quickly I don't I mean he wasn't directing 30 films a year he was starting 30 films a year but still the ones that he directed I mean if they set the standard for political satire that's true they could be good they could be pretty decent people seem to really love him so yeah, he must he must uh, be doing something right. Okay, let's get into the gritty stuff. He uh, was a Marxist politically, which is why he has a lot of stuff in his profile. I guess that's still pretty edgy over there. <laughs> in, in, in our country, we know that uh, communism fails, folks. We we proved that with <laughs> with winning in the Cold War. You know, like we were there for that. Um, but you know, he's he's a Marxist and he's a uh, Tamil, which is uh relatively uh diverse group in uh india they they want uh obviously they have like a front for independence Mm. they don't want us to necessarily be part of uh, the indian government they're not necessarily happy with it um so since he feels a connection to that group of people he's obviously kind of a little bit of a separatist a little bit of a rebel Mm. you know one of those one of those guys (laughs) um and he uh died shortly after his the premiere of the sequel to his political satire uh, Nagara Cholan Ma! Ma! due to a cardiac arrest on uh, the 15th of June 2013 at the Probably age of 60. Probably from making so many movies. Yeah. I mean, like, how can you <laughs> just go... He, did, he, he never slept. How can you be that busy and like, he never slept. expect something? And in like one of the movies or in like 10 of the movies that he released per year he was only filmed eating while talking because that was the only time he had to eat true story (laughs) okay so where should we go from here oh boy there's so many good options I mean look at all these other actors we've got go to we could check out his filmography we could, like, why why don't we go to that one that sets the standard for a political satire? Oh, okay, yeah. The, um... Amadi Padai. Yeah. Yeah. Amadi Padai. Oh, that cover. That DVD cover <laughs> looks so winning. Oh, my God. You need to see this. You need to see this right now. Oh, no. This is on the website. This is there. Oh, man. Oh, uh, you can see it. I mean, if you don't know how to spell it, you can see you should see this. Like, we should just make this. Can we make this our new cover photo? <laughs> and like, just put our faces over top of the other faces, like really crappily. Like, I just want this. Oh man, that's good. Oh wow. Okay. On the cover, if you're not going, if you're gonna be lazy and you're not gonna come look at this thing, it's worth looking at. There he is on the left side of the cover. Uh, Saddam Hussein-looking police officer. With uh, like he's wearing like olive green drab garb, <laughs> he has a construction hat on, and he has a shield that says police. Then there is a <laughs> wall of fire in the middle, 
Very, okay. very like compressed. Like it looks like it's very stretched. Like it's like a fake DVD, even though this is almost definitely the official DVD release cover. And then on the other side of the wall of fire and the policeman with the shield is a uh, funky-looking Pope kind of guy, almost. I don't know how to describe him. He's in... He, okay, this, yeah. it's this, like, this uh, this Indian guy who's, like, wearing sunglasses, clean-shaven. He has, like, all this... He's clad in, like, white, like, drapey garments and stuff. <laughs> he's, like, throwing a scarf, like, pompously over his neck. Like, this, is, this looks like... Oh, my God, this is amazing. Wearing sunglasses. Yep. Just the coolest, the coolest dude. <laughs> okay, uh, the film is, of course, directed by Amanda Vannon, uh, Seth Raj, the guy, Amanda Vannon's buddy from college, played a dual role as father and son in the film, which had Raj... Itha, Rajitha... Ranjitha... Ranjitha... <laughs> playing the female lead. The story so, revolves... I guess that's saying... Say whatever. Oh, maybe Seth, he's both Seth of those guys. Yeah, maybe he's both of those guys in the cover there. Yeah, but it's kind of funny how like he doesn't look that much different like age-wise <laughs> as the son. They just make him look like this like really dumb kid. He's like, yeah. he's like, I don't have to care. I'm a kid. I'm wearing baggy clothes. Screw you, pops. <laughs> Go back to holding your police shield in front of walls of fire. I don't have to care. I'm too cool for this. Let me throw my scarf over my neck. <laughs> like that's kind of how it seems like he was playing the part. Yeah. Just from that, just from that DVD cover. <laughs> like I'm extrapolating absolutely all of this from the DVD cover alone. That's how good this DVD cover is. <laughs> um, the uh, story revolves around an ordinary man who builds his political career through short routes. Short routes. Short routes. Routes. Yeah. Like routes. Roots. Roots. Yeah, not the like roots. Not like the roots of a plant. <laughs> like the road roadway type of roots. Uh, the film is touted as one of Seth the Ri I can never get better at this. Uh Sethiraj. Sethiraj's best performances till date. Till date. Until <laughs> they haven't decided. They'll fill this in later. Um <laughs> the film was followed. <laughs> By sequel, Nagara Cholen Ma Ma in 2013, also starring Nam <laughs> Tamilar Kachi's Seaman. Seaman. It's Seaman. Seaman. Uh, it went on to run more than 25 weeks and That's declared a, a super hit movie. That's a half year. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. That is a half of a year. That this one movie, amongst the 30 that he was going to release this year anyway, was in the theater. That's oh, crazy. Man. He probably had like two movies in the theater at every time. Like, no matter what movie you saw, he popped up in it. And if one of them was a hit, they would have three. Because this one just <laughs> wouldn't leave. Well, we can... Let's let's see what we got here. All right, here. But we got lots of names. We got plot, production, soundtrack. All right, let, let's, let's dig into this plot here. All right. All right, we got... Amavasai, played by Sethyaraj, is homeless but egoistic, and he gets acquainted to politician Manny Marin, then Mla of Paladam constituency near Tirupur, aka Manavanan. What? <laughs> I guess he played. Wait, what? Then Tirapur is not capitalized. Oh, oh. Um, I guess... Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so politician Manny Marin is played by Manavanan. Manavanan? Manavanan is all this stuff that was after that. Whatever. Right, he's the Mla. He's yeah. the Mla of Paladam constituency near the uncapitalized town <laughs> of Tirapur. <laughs> Okay, and then Sethiraj's character Amavasai helps Manny with some petty tasks during election campaign and meetings. Amavasai grows into a well-acclaimed helper, which I guess, okay. And then first associate for Manny. Meanwhile, Amavasai falls in love with uh. uncapitalized 
Thiamma. 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 Played by Cash. Cashery. Caster. Caster. Yep. Caster. Right. Yes. Kathy. Yeah. And one day gives her some drug, making her half conscious, and then deflowers her. Whoa! Okay. Whoa, hey! That just changed the landscape. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh. Wow. That that was one sentence. (laughs) So he's the main protagonist. Supposed to be, I guess, a decent guy. Who date raped somebody. (laughs) Yep. Um, uh, yep. So then Manny instructs Amavasai to stand for Malat election as independent candidate in the coming general election with his support as Manny was not given his party ticket. Oh man. E. Okay, so th- I guess let's remind people this is supposed to be a, the satire. Okay, so this is a satire. For sure. Okay, and Amavasai wins by huge margin and then becomes Malam. He forgets his relationship with Kasturi and rejects her pregnancy and child. Oh my gosh. Which they did not mention earlier. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's. Um, oh my gosh. And then he also Satire. rejects Manny's help and offers him a role under him. He changes his name to Nagaraja Cholan for gaining status. He offers to marry the daughter of local landlord Sivakami, played by Sujitha, and even cheats him of his palace. Wow. Okay, so. It's so, cold. Alright, so there's just this landlord chilling out, apparently has a palace somewhere, and then this guy marries this guy's daughter and cheats him out of the palace. Somehow. And then over years, Amavasai grows into highly influential and corrupt politician with high criminal affluence. Grows into? It sounded like he was already there. <laughs> yeah, he was well into his criminal affluence well before he was years into his government position. Yeah, he started with criminal affluence and then <laughs> politics came later. Then he builds a strong political empire through shortcuts. And his ego and pride to remain in power make him kill many. Um, <laughs> just casually, just casually mentioning all these things. Hot article. All right. And then he wins and remains as MLA Mla of Paladin in all the elections. Amavasai's son, Thangavil. So I guess he has a son. Also played by Sethi Raj through Kasturi. Okay, so this is the son that he had with the girl that he denied. David. Yes. <laughs> and this guy comes out as a new police constable who is dep- deputed in. Deputed? Deputed. 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 Yeah, maybe. In Amavasai's constituency. And then Thangavel comes to know of his real father and about his betrayal of his mother and also his corrupt practices. Thangavel seeks revenge. Meanwhile, Amavasai, has a mala- as an mala, is accused of many illegal practices. Oh, shoot. The story further revolves around how Amavasai and Thangavi proceed in their battle and who finally wins the battle. So, uh, that does sound like a pretty good uh, setup for a film. Yeah. But not necessarily a satire. Like, that doesn't sound... Yeah. That sounds pretty dark. That sounds more like some kind of... One of those crazy, like, drug cartel yeah. movies. Or yeah. Or, like, a Scarface kind of movie. And now that I look at the DVD cover, it's kind of sad because I thought, like, the kid would be, like, that dumb-looking dumb guy in the stupid garments. And it turns out the kid's the police guy with the shield. <laughs> like, the kid's, like, the responsible one. And the yeah. father's just, like, a... Tremendous, like, <laughs> idiot. Wow. Says that uh, Satharaj was enjoying a good success as lead actor when Menavanan narrated the script of Amadi Padai to Satharaj. He rejected the script because he didn't want to play a negative role, 
but after being impressed by narration, he accepted to play the role. <laughs> so wait, um, so did he reject the script after it was narrated to him, but then he was impressed by the narration and accepted? Or yeah. did he reject it initially, and nope. then nope. The first he narrated one, it to him, and then he was like, says. hey, I'm impressed by your narration. I'm going to accept the role now. I mean, I guess. I don't know how. See, the second one sounds more like what would have a, happened. You know. A reasonable thing. Yeah, it sounds like that would be a way that things would happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> something there doesn't make sense. It's one yeah. or the other. It's not both. He didn't reject I mean, it because of the narration. It's not like narration. this is a perfectly, you know, worded article well, in no. the first place. No. But hmm, I guess we'll just have to make assumptions there then. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, we don't really have an option. Well, the music was composed by Elayaraja. While the lyrics were written by Valley Pulamai Pathan and Ponadian. 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 So, do you think this one is a musical? Um. Because it says lyrics written by. No way. No way. And it is Bollywood. Oh no. And it is 160 minutes. <laughs> I think there's one thing we have to do. We need to watch this. Yes. <laughs> we need to find it. Absolutely. And have a have a movie night. <laughs> I don't know how we would go about finding this thing, but I feel like it's uh it must be a pretty it must be a staple. In uh, I mean the other one might be easier to find. Nagara Cholan Mamla. Could be. Wow. Why are, why are Indian movies so long? I don't know, but they Two do have. Two hours and forty minutes. This movie is. Must be a real, must be a real thrill ride through <laughs> political s- satire, I guess, and lyrics, maybe too. <laughs> okay, where should we go from here? Ooh. Go to the sequel. It's a pretty good DVD <laughs> cover. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, why not? Yes, what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, yep, there he is again. <laughs> that guy in those weird white clothes. Just leaning over, smiling. Just chilling out, reading the papers. Look at those papers. <laughs> they, they, the they're silly. They're silly. Those papers are both upside down, too. Yep, but he's... Oh, man, he's so happy about it. You know. He's like... Maybe he dropped the papers. Maybe he's like, oh, oh I dropped the papers again. I dropped them again. They're down there now. <laughs> no Can't way believe I'm getting it. those. Those darn papers, they just, they're so slippery, you know? <laughs> Nagaraja Cholin. Ma! Ma! This is a 2013 Tamil political satire film directed by Mandavanan. That's a sequel to that film we just talked about. So it's 19 years after the original. Kind of like Terminator. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it stars Satharaj again, uh, including an ensemble cast of Seaman, Manavanan, his son, Ragu Manavanan, <laughs> Mr. Udala Morali, Komal Sharma, Varsha Ashwafi, and the film is featuring music composed by James <laughs> Vasanthan. <laughs> Oh man, James. James. <laughs> oh, there's a. Hmm. All right. This one only has a running time of 136 minutes. Oh wow. Now let's look at two hours 15 minutes <laughs> this time for them to figure out the the score. Uh, the Times of India only gave this one 2.5 out of five stars. Wow. This movie apparently very much disappoints you because they don't build upon the character from the original movie. They say that the movie is a pale shadow of the original um, well, yeah, the film. Yeah. seems to be some sort of science fiction unfolding in a parallel dimension, <laughs> even as the events in Amadi Padi were taking place. This kind of sounds like Back to the Future 2, then. Yeah, like, it's it's kind of weird. It's almost as though Man of Venom wanted to take his character from his hit movie... And spin a new story around him entirely, which is, I don't know, it sounds like he's kind of struck out this time, Anna Vannon. 
Well, it was his last movie. Maybe he was already starting to feel the feel the death coming yeah. on. Maybe. Well, well, let's uh, there's to this article. That is true. We could check out Seaman. We could. We could see man. Yep, we sure could go down that avenue for puns. Um, <laughs> but we could also go to that one guy who's named James. James. <laughs> the only James. The only sort of Anglo-Saxon first name <laughs> in this uh, in this thing. All right, well, let's go to James Vasanth. James Vasanthan. I didn't say it was going to be the easiest thing. It's just the first part's James. <laughs> All right, what did James do? Oh, he does uh, television composing, but in India, so probably not anything that you've heard of here. Unless you're from India and you're listening to this, in which case you probably have heard of this stuff. And also welcome. Yes. Let me pronounce your native language. Really, really Perfectly. bad. <laughs> you may know him from his score for Subramaniapuram. Don't forget his hit score from the 2015 hit hit. Send of Mavertham. <laughs> and uh, 2009, of course, you could forget. Nanayam. And Yathumagi. Don't forget Pasanga. What about 2010's Isan? Or 2012's Pagan. <laughs> or Kutam. Or Puthagam. Who Puthagam? Puthagam, Kudam, Pizza, Sandamaratham. What is this, Italy? I don't know. Azagumagan. Sabrinaparam. Padmavivam. Nanananyan. Police headquarters. Wait, what? Whoa, police quarters? What? Police quarters. Oh, they actually did. Oh, the movie Doubles, which doesn't have a name in Tamil. <laughs> 2011. Can't, doubles cannot be translated. No, it cannot. So he was born in Tiruchirappalli, or um, shortened to Tricky. Sort of tricky to pronounce. <laughs> and he studied at YWCA. The Young Women's Christian Association. Ah. No, it's not that. Well, he's not a woman, so. No, he's not. <laughs> And that's pre- presently B H E L Matric. The Bethlehem Hellenic Educational Learning. Sounds good. Matric. <laughs> <laughs> and later at Bishop Heber Acher Sex School. Sec School, not Sex School. Sex School, got it. <laughs> Otherwise known as Tepaculam. Tepaculam. <laughs> and he later graduated in English literature in Bishop Heber College. And then he did his PG in English and his PG-13 in Indian. <laughs> Just kidding about that last part. <laughs> he got his PG... <laughs> In English, in Jamal Muhammad College. Right. <laughs> and then later educated himself on Carnatic music from Madras University. Well, how did he educate himself It was if it was from Madras University? I don't know. Well, then he also educated himself in Western music from Trinity College in the UK. And he holds a diploma in pianoforte, guitar, and theory of music. Though music was his first love, he forayed into television as an anchor in Sun TV. Then he composed a good for a many he composed music for many good Christian cassettes, numbering around 300. Huh. And he still continues to arrange music for many gospel productions. Hmm. So does he just like do the music for a bunch of Christian pop stars or is that what they're saying? I don't know. I mean, there it may just be, says Christian cassettes. There's a lot of people in India, and there may be a lot of Christian productions. It seems like there's a lot of productions in general in India. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they're just Indian These Christian. These people are pumping out art 
like no tomorrow. <laughs> they yeah, they they know that that's the one thing that the machines don't have an advantage <laughs> on us for yet. So they're making it while it counts, you know. But they mention they say cassettes. Are they still using <laughs> cassette tapes? There? I wouldn't doubt it. I would not doubt that. <laughs> I mean, they are just starting. To, they're still using steam engines in some parts of the world. They're still using. They're still that's using cassettes true. and others. Yeah. You know. Just whatever Maybe they just like it better. Maybe. Cassettes are actually a pretty good medium. Most yeah. of the things that you've had problems with have been due to faulty cassette manufacturing and poor mm. quality tape decks. True. Or so I've been told. <laughs> I am not going to I'm not going to fritter away my money on that personally, but <laughs> Well, they're sturdier. That's one they thing. They are. They are. Okay, so from here. <laughs> let's go to uh what about let's go to well, we could stay on unpronounceable things, Let's or we could to... go to police headquarters or doubles. Why don't we go to TV Anchor? Yeah, there we go. TV Anchor. There we go. Yes. News presenter. That's where it redirects us to. A news presenter, also known as a newsreader, newscaster, short for news broadcaster, anchorman, or anchor woman. News anchor or simply an anchor, <laughs> is a person who presents news during a news program on television, on the radio, or on internet. They may also be a working journalist, assisting in the collection of news and material, and may, in addition, provide commentary during the program. News presenters most often work from a television studio or a radio studio, but may also present the news in remote locations in the field related mm. to a particular event. Interesting. So originally, or classically, the presenter would read the news from news copy, which he may or may not have helped write with a producer or news writer. And this was often taken almost directly from wire services and then rewritten. And prior to the television era, radio news broadcasts often mixed news with opinion, and each presenter strove for a distinctive style. These presenters were referred to as commentators. And the last major figure to present commentary in a news broadcast format in the United States was Paul Harvey. Hmm. With the development of 24-hour news cycle and dedicated cable news channels, the role of anchor evolved even got corrupted, some may say. Anchors would still present material prepared for a news program, but they also interviewed experts about various aspects of breaking news stories and themselves provided improvised commentary all under the supervision of the producer who coordinated the broadcast by communicating with the anchor through an earphone. Many anchors also write or edit news for their programs, although modern news formats often distinguish between anchor and commentator in an attempt to establish the character of a news anchor. The mix of straight news commentary varies depending on the type of program and the skills and knowledge of the particular anchor. You know that paragraph? Yeah. Kind of sounds like Anchorman 2. It really does. Kind of the plot of Anchorman 2. It actually is <laughs> pretty much exactly that. Like, I have to wonder if somebody from Anchorman 2's <laughs> writing room was on this article saying, what can we use here? And they just stopped a paragraph too, and then they just charted it out into a screenplay from there. They storyboarded that paragraph, and that was it. That could be. Ooh, cool. The etymology of the term anchor. The term anchorman was used to describe Walter Cronkite's role at the Democratic and Republican national conventions. The widespread claim that news anchors were called Cronkiters in <laughs> Swedish has been debunked by linguist Ben Zimmer. Wow. So, I didn't realize that Anchorman would have been that recent. I mean, it I seems like it's something that radio would have developed, right? Like, yeah. you, you wouldn't have thought it would have had to have waited until TV came along. Yeah, according to this Ben Zimmer guy and others, Anchor was commonly used by 1952 to describe the most prominent member of a panel of reporters or experts. For example, in 1948, Anchor Man was used in the game show Who Said That to refer to John Cameron Swayze, who was a permanent panel member of the show in what may be the first usage of this term on popular television. So, I never really thought about the term Anchor or Anchor Man or whatever 
but I guess it does make sense that like it's the whoever the most prominent member of the team is, they are the anchor, like the they, they hold down everything. They, they hold down the ship. They keep it from sinking. <laughs> and, right. And they keep it from yeah. drifting out yeah. too far. Well, you know, we could, we do have the opportunity for a pretty good episode title here. Okay. I'm listening. We could go to Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. We could. <laughs> this article. All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's make a full jump from uh, and Indian I cinema, <laughs> Indian cinema, to to American. All right, film we know and love. You know this movie? It's Anchorman. Will Ferrell plays an anchorman. In Anchorman, <laughs> it was a 2004 movie, um, set in San Diego, uh, in a much more weird uh, it's set today it's set literally right now everybody's sexist dressed horribly and they have terrible taste in hairstyles and mustaches I can't liken this to any other time period you've made it now you you listener have made this time anger man time you are responsible do you feel bad now do you realize what you've done all right. Anyway, uh, it grossed ninety point six million worldwide in its total theatrical run. Not too bad um, for comedy. Yeah, not for something that has a budget of twenty six million. That's yeah. pretty good. Pretty good turnover. Directed by Adam McKay, and it was produced by Judd Apatow. And um, yeah, uh, one cool thing about this movie is that there was a companion film that was assembled from. Just outtakes and abandoned subplots that they had actually filmed for the movie. And the new edit was called Wake Up Ron Burgundy, The Lost Movie. And it was released with a DVD set, um, like a special edition. And it's like a completely different movie. And it's... I like it. I mean, it's not as good as the original cut, but it's a cool alternative movie it's kind of neat they actually already made a sequel essentially without having made yeah. a sequel and then they did make a sequel <laughs> and they made another sequel anyway yep so it stars Will Ferrell Christina Applegate Paul Rudd Steve Carell David Kochner Chris Parnell Fred Armisen Catherine Hahn, Fred Willard Vince Vaughn cameos Danny Trejo Jack Black Judd Apatow, Paul F. Tompkins, Jay Johnston, Adam McKay, Tim Robbins, Luke Wilson, Ben Stiller, Lizzy Pyle, narrated by Bill Kurtz. That's a lot of names. <laughs> a lot of names. Yep. Now, even though it is set in San Diego, you actually aren't seeing San Diego. Um, mostly it was filmed in Los Angeles, Glendale, and Long Beach, and sets were made to look like San Diego during the 70s. Mm. Yeah, I would say a lot of movies are not actually filmed in the place that they are set. Well, this film was not even set in itself <laughs> at first. Uh, the film initially centered around reporters tracking down a clumsy yet elusive group of hippie bank robber- robbers known as the Alarm Clock. That version of the film was met with poor test results, and a significant <laughs> portion of the film was rewritten and reshot to replace the Alarm Clock with a panda story. But you can still see the alarm clock story in Wake Up Ron Burgundy. And it was also modeled, the, the appearance of Ron Burgundy was modeled after a real life anchor man by the name of Harold Green. He worked in San Diego during the 1970s. Gets, got pretty positive reviews. Um, although on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at a 66%, which isn't great, but not still fresh. Awful. Yeah. Not a rotten tomato. It's it's starting to get a little green. A little green and smushy around the edges, but, like, you know, passable. Yeah. Mostly reddish. I mean, this movie, I wouldn't say it's everybody's cup of tea. Oh, heck no. Definitely have to be into this style of movie. Definitely have to be okay with taking a joke. Uh, and some of those jokes not being very tasteful. 
<laughs> but they uh, they did create a lot of memorable qu- quotes, um, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of memorable characters. Whether or not a sequel was really warranted, that's up in the air, I think, <laughs> even still. But the character of Ron Burgundy got a really, really big uh, standing ovation. It's still in a lot of like top uh, character lists of comedies, of movies in general. Like he's just a really, you know, the archetype character of an anchorman <laughs> needs to be created. Apparently, like it was yeah. just something that had to be said. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, I don't know that there's much more to say on the subject. Sure isn't. So there you have it from N A S I Rosave to Anchorman, the legend of Ron Burgundy. If you enjoyed this, please visit Facebook.com slash TWC Podcast. Give us a like and follow. Then head over to iTunes and rate and review us. And then you can also check out new episodes on TWC.ericribio.com. And I would like to thank Louis Armstrong for our theme song. And Blind Lemon Jefferson for our outro song. And thanks again for joining us. I was Eric. And I was John. You're welcome. And this was the Wikipedia Chronicles. Boom, done. Tarambert. Easy. Look at that. Yeah. Made something completely, <laughs> completely unrecognizable to the Western eye. <laughs> into something completely recognizable to the Western eye. Well, that's two Rons. Two. We had Ron Swanson. Ron Burgundy, Ron Swanson. Just go through. Let's just go for all the Rons. <laughs> let's make this the su- the summer of Ron. <laughs> Or fall now. Yeah, the fall of Ron. The fall of Ron. <laughs> Ron fall. The woman rocks the Greenland. I declare she rules the whole. Woman rocks the Greenland. I declare she rules the Some other man, baby, and who thinks he's rocking his own? When I laid last night, when I night the crawling baby, Late last night when I let the crawling baby do. I went through my clothes out door, now I got the crawling baby.